we're all a little kinky in the real world. Hello and welcome back to Kinky in the Real World. I am Becca. I am Luna. And today we have a guest. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> this is Selene. And I just want to give her a little quick intro before we get into the questions and find out more about her. Uh, Selene is a uh, from Germany. She's 26 years old and a law student, which is super exciting. She has been uh, a practicing domination for about eight years. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Excellent. Excellent. And um, she's been blogging since 2021 on Tumblr. Welcome, Samantha. Welcome. Our first dominant ladies. <laughs> Yay. I'm very excited to talk to you. That's awesome. We're so, yeah, so happy for you to be here. Very oh grateful. <laughs> yeah. So the first question, I'm just going to dive right in. Hit uh, me. How did you yeah. How did you wait, know? wait, no, that's the wrong operation. <laughs> how did you discover you were dominant and um how did you find your way into kind of the gentle femdom femdom? Mm. Well for me actually I've always been like kinda different from girls my age as a teenage girl. Like I never could quite put my finger on it, but it was always there. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then later on, when I got into BDSM and fandom, I recognized a lot of things from previous times in my life w- where I could have or would now say, yeah, dominant. <laughs> but <laughs> back then it wasn't. Yeah, back then it was just, oh, yeah, she's super confident, extroverted and whatever. But mm. later on, you know, it just all made sense all of a sudden pretty much like when I got first into BDSM I felt very much at home filling the dominant role it was like a lot of things coming together for me personally because I've never enjoyed guys pushing me around especially like Mm -hmm. sexually it's like a total turn off for me it doesn't work for me at all it just doesn't do it for me so Mm -hmm. um so would you say sorry you're not a switch Oh, absolutely not. You're always dominant. Yeah. Like, in relationships, obviously, you guys would know, like, you aren't, aren't always in the mood to, like, insinuate a super huge um, mm. session or something. So when I am in a relationship, I sometimes have, like, just vanilla sex, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Well, like, being a dominant totally. place being... Yeah. Just, presenting a certain thing. Yeah. Right? Also, like, sometimes when it's, like, you don't have a lot of time or you're just in the mood, then you just go there without, like, making a big thing out of it or it necessarily being, like, a whole play, then it's just, like, in the moment. Like, I still am, like, very active and initiative in that, but it's not always bossy. Also, but it comes through, though, like, even then. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's more (laughs) a personality thing than... Yeah, it's a total personality thing. thing. Yeah, so... It was kind, yeah, if you guys would look at it, like, if I tell you a story, for example, you would totally Mm -hmm. say, yeah, obvious. Like, I don't know, we're like 16, 17, pool party at a friend's garden, but it's like already September, so it's getting colder. And during the evening, all the girls 
flew in that pool fully closed. Like pretty much every single one of them, except me. <laughs> I did not because that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah, because basically the ringleader of the guys who were like, oh yeah, we're gonna throw you all in the pool. It's so fun. Yada yada, you know. Um, and he like came at me with a huge fucking grin in his face, and I, the other girls were all like, ha, ah, don't do that. No, I don't want to. And all like giggly and not really sternly saying no, but I didn't run. I didn't giggle. I just looked him in the eyes and said to him, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> and he didn't. He stopped right in the spot and turned around and took his ass back to where he came from. And I, <laughs> I didn't go swimming that night because no, yeah, I no. had no intention to do that. So... You know, I, I love, I can so relate to the absolute refusal to being wet and cold. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> Absolutely. I completely refused that. But it was like, yeah. Like, if I look at that now, it was like, yeah, dominance right there on the spot. Like, I wasn't yeah. giggly or giddy about it. I was just straight put that boundary down and told him the rules. And he obeyed me without questioning even. Like, There's something about those early experiences where you lay a firm boundary with the guy and they obey and it does something to I know for me I can remember a particular instance where a guy tried to talk you know shit about me in the school and I don't know I was 14 I went mm -hmm. up to him grabbed him by the collar and I said don't you ever do that again and the guy was like absolutely paralyzed with that moment and so they're I get struck, what you mean. they're struck because uh, they they don't experience this kind of behavior from women from women like yeah, because women usually don't do that also uh, women are oftentimes told that we shouldn't like put down boundaries so firmly mm -hmm. like how we are told like boys will be boys and we should be lenient with them and give them room and stuff but it's it's bullshit like if, if, yeah like no is a full sentence full stop boundary oh, yeah. boundary it's just respect it you know mm -hmm. yeah but, but it's it, also the point of because we say it, the guys but the girls like for example there's a lot of pre peer pressure when people are young and like the group of girls who were all like oh yeah we're gonna go on the pool like did did you get a bit of a vibe of oh she's not the team player you know like she because because i've experienced both ways where yeah. when you tend to strike down boundaries a lot of people will say oh you're standoffish you're, you're not joining in why like it, there's a negative like you're, you're called intimidating um, yeah you're, you're i'm always called intimidating have been my whole life always there you like, go yeah that on, word that always word. on for yeah but like I never really struggled with it because for me, that was always like, oh, you are that kind of person. Yeah, because, you are intimidating. Because someone, <laughs> yeah, I'm not intimidating. You are intimidated. Like, yeah. That, yeah. this is all coming from you. This is what you think about me. It's not me at all. I could be the nicest mm -hmm. person in the room. It's just your judgment. So why would I feel bad about that? There's no reason to at all. Totally. Um, yeah i love that <laughs> it, it, that's amen. yeah i get that all the time but you generally get that you i specifically especially being a law student i get that from my male colleagues who can oh keep boy up, yeah. who can keep up with me in some areas maybe or like 
you know it it balances out obviously it's not like i'm saying i'm better than everyone <laughs> i wish no that's um, the other thing too they'll, they'll say it's arrogant yeah it's like, oh, i i get called arrogant i get called bossy i get called a bitch or whatever it's just how it is but it's it's usually like multiple steps like when people first meet me they're like intimidated by me and then they don't really talk to me and then later they're like you're way nicer than I thought you would be. Mm. It's always the same. <laughs> You're a really thing. nice person. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, why would I be? Just because I'm pretty confident and extroverted doesn't mean I'm rude. Like, I have yeah, manners. No, <laughs> My mom would come for me if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not the same thing. Yeah. But it, it was, it's like this whole thing. It was like a pretty clear development all through my teenage years like when I, I remember when I was 16 I was sitting at the party yay Germany having a beer and nice. uh, with friends it was like bonfire thing and a classmate of mine back then told me like you're kind of different than the other girls you're like I respect you more you're more respectable like but in that moment i took it like pretty negatively but like on behalf of the other girls and mm. thought like why would you respect them any less than me like but later on yeah. i put that into frame more because he he's a super sweet guy and he didn't mean it like he doesn't respect the other girls but he meant that i have a certain kind of authority i just bring into the place with my personality which just mm -hmm. takes over sometimes in a way like it's it's not like I boss people around in my day-to-day -day life obviously but it like it comes through subtly like even mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm like in a stage where I talk platonically to a guy and even then subs are like oh you have such a dominant vibe when I haven't really consciously done anything it's just right how it comes out it's just my personality but it's always been that way like yeah well that's mm -hmm. that's why it really illustrates that dominance isn't some fancy costume or no. toy or or a voice it's it's you have it it's part yeah. of you i can be sitting around eating breakfast i'm a dominant yeah and and it's same with how you say like you can have vanilla sex well no it's never vanilla sex you're always a dominant yeah. no matter what it looks like and that's one thing i feel that should be more popularized and normalized that dominance yeah. or submission they're not costumes they're personality traits and it doesn't have a, a single look or a single way to be like you you can do that just staring at the wall you know yeah mm -hmm. 100% mm -hmm. true I totally agree with which is also like something that really comes out when you have someone bred at you like even when I was pretty young and inexperienced like I had my first sub when I was 18 which is pretty unusual too I, I feel like when I'm looking at the scene and when women enter. Totally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, early. But yeah, even back then, being bratty at, like, bratting at me never made me stumble or, like, took my ability to be dominant away, away or made me insecure in a way because I was never wearing a mask. 
and I wasn't doing it for his benefit. It's not something I can lose because it's a part of me. You can't make me break the role. I can't fall out of a role because it's not a role. It's just who I am. Like mm -hmm. you can brat at me as much as you want. You can break the rules and you can argue with me, but you might as well just run headfirst into a brick wall because same thing, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just going to hurt yourself. Just <laughs> you're, you're going to punish yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, if that's what you want, I'll happily give that to you. So But... when you were 18, I'm just going to ask this yeah. question because I'm like, I want to I want to get this out yeah. before I forget. Um, how did you come across like kind of the knowledge, the BDSM knowledge mm. to go? I want this boy to submit to me. Yeah. How did you figure I, that out? I always found myself being the initiator and being active. Like even before I went into any of that, like having the first kisses with teenage boys and stuff back then, even then I was more active. Also, And then it just happened kind of naturally to me, actually. Like when I was 18, I was at that party and I met my first sub. He was 22 at the time. And we hit it off. We got along super great. We really liked each other. Um, and then, yeah, it developed naturally, pretty much. We started dating and he was into it and he knew it. But as you are, especially as the guy with 22, you can rarely live it out with mm -hmm. women because try to find it. It's hard. Um, and yeah, then he just... Basic, basically, he came to me with it and like requested it and different things. And maybe I can do this or that. For example, he totally preferred to bottom and also like be on the bottom even with like penetration. So, um, and then I got kind of into it. Like I learned some of the things he liked and I enjoyed them. And then as I do... I got into it. I started reading about it. I started to get informed because also like when you do certain things, you should know about it. Like whole sexual, sexual education always has been important for me. Like know what you do and know what not to do. Protect yourself, protect others. Like, and mm -hmm. re also respect your partner enough to get the knowledge and to be ready to make an experience with them especially mm -hmm. when you like top a guy like first experience or especially taking anal virginity from a guy it can be super scary because of societal rules and also if you do it wrong it can be very painful and oh, obviously yeah. i would never want to give my partner this nightmarish first experience with anything mm -hmm. so <laughs> yeah i Yeah. Out of it happy yeah. And wanting more, not yeah. Like, I want. Yeah. I want them on cloud fucking nine and not yeah. like yeah. So um, I totally saw myself and the responsibility to educate myself there, and then it went from there. Just also, it was it wasn't online. It wasn't over an app or me starting to read about it or anything. It was just it happened. I met someone, and then it went from there. And I've never went back. It's all, awesome. yeah. Like it's all. It's always been a part of me since then. 
That's a really nice it. experience that it comes out naturally that yeah. way, that it can evolve mm. on its own, in its own little way. Yeah, totally. So I, I, I can't tell you uh, how it would have happened when I've never, if I had never met him, but I'm pretty sure it would have happened eventually because yeah. it's just... I love yeah. how he was older and he was kind of, I would love these experiences and knowing like clearly your personality shining through about, yeah. you know, being a dominant person. And um, I think it's awesome when um, subs can express themselves and want particular things yeah. and being able to talk but about that. That was one of the reasons we got along so well, because we from like from the get go, when it came up, we talked openly about sex. Mm-hmm. but that's generally a thing like i've i haven't been brought up with any sexual shame like mm-hmm. i have i have a very sex positive family like obviously you don't talk intimate details with your parents but like my mom educated me on it like she explained how things work early on and she always encouraged me to go out and make my own experiences and be safe about it and that i could talk to her about anything and with that also comes a certain safety net you have. Mm-hmm. Like it's invisible, but you you feel good with yourself. Like it's I, a power. It's a huge amount of power. Yeah, and give. I've experienced so much. Like especially when you date male subs, especially when they have been brought up in conservative families, they have mm. so much sexual shame. Mm. And it's hurting them so much. And it it hurts me to see it, honestly, which is why I'm so grateful that that was never the case for me. Like other moms tell their girls, like you'll marry or fathers, like you marry the first guy you ever bring home and don't bring home someone else or something like that. It's a cage. Yeah. 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 And my mom always was like, oh, please, please don't, please don't keep the first one. Go. Go, go out, make, experience, make experiences, find out yeah. what you love, and find someone who gives you everything you could ever want. Like, <laughs> Amen, uh, mom. Like, yeah. She, yeah. She's great. Props, yeah. Mad props for your mom. Yeah, no, my mom was like that too. She was like, test drive all the yeah. cars. Don't buy the first car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my mom's rules were like, I only have two rules. Don't get married. Don't get pregnant yeah yeah here's here's the birth control pills yeah yes totally be safe and yeah absolutely so your tumblr you started in 2021 yeah and it's predominantly gentle femdom how do you define gentle femdom as opposed to regular yeah to me gentle it's like I, I also get asked that question on my blog, actually. Sometimes I get like, <laughs> anons, like, what is gentle fandom? And I'm like, dude, if you have to ask me that after reading like half of my blog, <laughs> <laughs> I totally get why you ask it because it's about my personal opinion. But they, I have that so often that like guys text me and like expect me to educate them on everything. Mm-hmm. It's mm. so rude. Like you okay. come to me and you want a sexual experience from me, but I also have to educate it, you about it. Like, no, I'm not a fucking professional. You're not paying me. Go educate yourself. Yeah. yeah and it, it, curiosity is so sexy. You know, yeah. like that's a, that's an attitude that I really mm. dislike. And I find is a turn off yeah. is when someone doesn't, doesn't put 
they don't lean in. They don't go like, I'm going to do some work for this, yeah. you know, and they, they just sit down and they say, I want to receive. Yeah. But I'm like, no, lean in. And then I'll, yeah. I'll want you. But and I, get, I get like a lot of requests like that, like not only on Tumblr, but also on like other BDSM dating sites. They like slide into your DMs and are like, here I am now entertaining. They expect me. a ride, yeah. They expect a full free ride with five star Michelin servers. Like you have yes. to explain everything to them, but they also don't want to communicate any boundaries. They think safe words are not necessary because I want to try everything once. And yeah. they know nothing and they expect you to handle every single every single thing. And I'm always like this is a major red flag because if you're not even able to communicate boundaries clearly, I can't do my job as a dom because at the mm. sub has to put down the boundaries so I can move freely within them. And if mm -hmm. there are no boundaries, I have to be cautious with every step and to check like putting the foot down a little bit. Is this a boundary? And you have to be cautious with everything. It's so fucking stressing and annoying. And I'm consciously like always even unconsciously where you're like, okay, am I pushing too hard? Is anything bad for him? Because obviously I don't ever want to do something that's not consensual. So mm -hmm. yeah. the rules need to be established. That's a basic thing, but so many people yeah. don't get that. Yeah, they say, don't worry about it. I want you to not worry. And you're like, yeah. you're not serious. Yeah, You are not serious. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't understand why a dominant needs those things, you're just playing. Like you're not... Yeah, you're I, you're just having fun on your keyboard watching porn. You don't understand the power of this. Yeah, exactly. Like, you <laughs> are handing me the responsibility for your physical and mental well-being. I take full yeah. responsibility mm -hmm. for that, especially with some practices who could actually be dangerous. Like, mm -hmm. and sometimes if a sub is so much in subspace they can't even regulate themselves anymore it's my job mm -hmm. to regulate them even and they mm -hmm. will ask for more even if they are past their boundary so you have to check with them you have to check be in check with them you have to f have a good feel for them you have mm -hmm. to have trust you have to know them you have to know their body to be able to take that responsibility on and like fulfill that role in that case it is a role because you are their ter their caretaker in that situation mm -hmm. and yeah, you are driving like yeah. it, it is a responsibility just yeah. like driving yeah. like yeah it's fun yay we'll go on a joyride you're still behind the wheel you're yes. not messing around like 100 like and most mm -hmm. of the time i don't feel like this responsibility is a burden i i yeah. feel like it's a privilege actually because I that is so big yeah. I value the trust someone puts in me. Like, I value that so much. Especially, like, mm -hmm. I respect the shit out of subs. Like, yes, me too. it takes so much bravery and courage to put your well-being into the hands of someone else and give up complete control and just go with the flow and just, like, let things happen to you. It's amazing to me. I, I, I really yeah, respect real that. When a real authentic subdom connection comes together, to me, it's like magic. It's oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. intimate Absolutely. and amazing. And it's kind of why I don't have much of a taste for online stuff. Because I 
for me personally, I don't feel like I can dive deep enough into a person and have that um, intimate connections that I mm-hmm. crave. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I've um, reached at the same conclusion myself, but I, I'm sure it can happen, but yeah. it did not work for me. Um, it always depends on what level you are. Like if it's just texting, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. If you go into like talking on the phone, that's different because it's more personal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But for me, actually, like I can have fun with online things. Like sometimes I'm in the mood and then when I find someone who is like special enough to me or like who stands out to me among other people, mm-hmm. then yeah. I will like, if I'm in the mood, I will ga- go down this sexting line sometimes but Mm -hmm. um it's always a thing like how much energy do i have because i know this is me entertaining them yes like i'm 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 taking pleasure from it yes but this is me entertaining them because like in 95 percent of the cases it's i don't get back what i would want to get back or what would i get back personally because you don't get the reactions you would get in person Mm -hmm. and like especially as you can see on my blog i have a way with words Mm -hmm. like rhetoric is important to me and like Mm. it's totally my thing to create the whole fantasy for myself like going into detail like i've i've made guys come over text before <laughs> nice for real That's like awesome. like sexing well, with the... it's an art form like you're totally 100 percent. you are the author of their fantasy in that yes. moment and it, i take fun from it but i don't always have the energy for it because it's like i'm actively entertaining them and i know yeah. like so if it gets over a certain point, you don't get any text back except maybe gibberish because they're just drooling and that's it. (laughs) So, Uh, yeah. Achieve, yeah. Yeah, like, I enjoy it more with subs who are very expressive and have a way with Mm -hmm. words too. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And also, like, I enjoy getting compliments, but sometimes it's, sometimes it's repetitive, you know, like you are so great. If you heard that a million times on the same person, sometimes it's just not. Oh, you're so hot. You're so great. Yeah. Sexy. This is so hot. I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. All of that. Yeah. So like been there, done that, heard it. (laughs) I I would say that is my big problem with, with sex chat. Yeah. Um, cause I love words. I love writing. Same. Um, so like, I find it gets really repetitive after yeah. a while and I, I get stressed out. Even for me, I'm like, well, how, I use 15 synonymous for cock already. <laughs> like when, when is it? I totally oh, get that. You know, and I, my, my inner author is like, yo, what the yeah. hell? You Sometimes you're running out. You're right. Run- yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. What am I going to say? So yeah. <laughs> Or even even pet names for I have them. I have a notes list on my phone with like a million of them. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I told myself I said I need to make a bank of lots of options. So I, I have a list with all of them phone. I use. Yeah, like okay, that's fabulous. I love that so much. And we kind of dove off the question. Yeah, of the, the body. <laughs> I'm just gonna bring us back to that one because I'm totally curious yeah. about my definition yeah, of it 
Yes, totally. Um, I would define it as uh, domination without physical or mental pain, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, more, for, more like to me, it's the exact counterpoint to the male-centered porn-driven mm. dominatrix. Yeah, it's like so cold and unemotional and just uh. degrading and humiliating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I, I'm just not into harsh punishments. Like I have no desire to, like, hit my sub over and over until he bleeds or something like that. It's just not my style. I'm way, too, I'm way too caring for that. I never had an interest in that, like, which doesn't completely exclude anything in that direction. Like, I would sometimes, like, when I'm super stressed out, doesn't mean I won't come home and totally use and abuse myself for stress relief. I totally will. (laughs) (laughs) But see, I call it intensity. I don't call it sadism for myself. I'm like, it's not, it's... Like I want to expand my my own power, but that doesn't yeah. mean I want pain. Like, yeah, exactly. Like for me, my sadism and which uh, to which I've been told that I'm the worst kind. Oh, <laughs> because um, I don't go with physical pain, not even as punishment, because I also made the experience it doesn't hold for long. Mm-mm, no, like, you okay? You give fun. you give them like I don't know twenty or thirty hits or something, and yeah, it's a short and sharp pain, and it hurts, and in that moment they're totally regretting it. But the, fa- the but the pain fades away, as mm-hmm. you can clearly tell, because otherwise otherwise there would be no mother on earth who would get a second child. So. But the punishment gets them hard. Let's say yeah. That that too, but like even if you do punishment that is painful and they regret it, like pushing you to do it, even then it doesn't hold them off from doing it again very long. Like it it's out of sight, out of mind. Like as soon as the bruises fade, it's gone, and they're gonna Mm -hmm. bread again or break the rule again. Like for me, it's way more. It works way better for me, and it's way more effective. I will just torture him with pleasure. I would just tie him down and tease him for hours until he's begging, crying, sobbing mess and literally can't take anything anymore, like completely shaking. And then you make him come again and again and again until he can't take that anymore. And like, oh, you begged me to come so much and now you don't want to, you know, and then you do it again and again until, yeah, then you go into... um then you go into post-orgasm torture and you do not let up and you are relentless with it and have no mercy with them. That holds for a long time. Like, yeah. 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 (laughs) I love that aspect of of like, you don't, you want to try to outrun me? Okay, like I'm going to outrun you big time. You know, (laughs) and then they're like, oh shit. Why did I get into this? You know? Yeah. And they're like, done. And I mean done. Like a week after that is muscle pain and like 
you know, because they crammed up so much and because they were in their restraints. It's like even worse than any bruises could ever be because they feel it every step of the way. Mm. And they also remember it. Like, I've See, had, that, I've had subs telling me, like, I, I've had so many flashbacks. And, it, like, from the situation, like, something happens or they touch a certain area or bump into someone and they're instantly back in the moment. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. See, that's, that, that's why I can't do online anymore because yeah. touch is so important and I'm like, Absolutely. I can't live without that power. Like, I can't. Yeah. You, it's like not having any weapons. It's like, yeah. I don't have claws, I don't have teeth. I'm just on, yeah. you know, and it's like... Yeah. <laughs> when no. you are online and, like, online breading doesn't work. Like, no. It, it doesn't yeah. work like you can yeah well you can punish me yeah yeah i can but it's about you and whether you will do it to yourself that's stupid that doesn't work yeah, yeah it's not the like, same. like the only power you have in that scenario is withholding the sexting exactly that's why that's what i do i, I realized the only real yeah. punishment i could do was do nothing i would be like bye yeah i i'm not but, taking care but of that's me. also something i use which is like that's even the most powerful weapon you have because for in my personal experience for subs nothing is worse oh yeah than absolutely zero attention no attention is worse than bad attention it, yeah like punishment yeah. can be like the fun and the playing part like but kids. you also like yeah but you also have to be very careful with that punishment because it can be yeah. mentally stressing as hell yes. for them like it's only for very good serious reason like i i, I yeah seriously no not it's not for fun reasons it's when he truly messed up and really disappointed me i'm like okay i'm going to yeah. punish you like you can be here with me in the same room you're not going to talk to me i'm not going to talk to you like mm -hmm. oh. and eventually they're like and usually i'm like okay you can't talk to me for two hours Mm -hmm. and i just i sit there i read i do my thing i cook i even they even get served dinner with me no problem but there's no attention from me and i mean that's, in per that's another thing even in that person it's so fucking powerful it's so powerful yeah. it's but i don't use that for fun it's like no, use no. with caution because it's it can really life. it can really hurt this sub yeah, and yeah. you have to have a trusting bond and also mm. this is the only place where like obviously even with like this is a punishment where the safe word is very needed yes, yes. because yeah. like i can like measure it in my personal perspective of them but how distressed they really get is about them and if they have to take the like step on the brakes and say I can't take it anymore then obviously they will get aftercare mm -hmm. yeah like, yeah so yeah don't like you audience don't turn this into yeah. a toxic thing it's very That's, powerful yeah. <clears throat> like you will have your sub a crying mess in no time if like also generally like when you do it online and you're texting and they're like, huh, huh, you can't do anything to me. You don't have no power over me. I'm like, okay, bye. I'm going to walk well, away. Well, yeah, that's not the same. Yeah. That's basically 
They're that's not that's very different. That's that's not the stress. Then then yeah. they're stressed to like then they text you like a million messages. No, please come back. I didn't mean it. But like yeah. that, that's because they're bored. That's not because you hurt like their their soul is no for you. You it's do not. They lost their play toy. Yeah. And now they're sad. But I'm like, well, good for you because I'm not a play toy. Like that. If that's yeah. what it is to you, you're not gonna get anything more from me. Like. You know, but, I'm not going to protect your soul over something that's like a yeah. joke, you know? But that's generally a thing, I feel like. Dominant women, especially for like, you would expect that we get respect, but actually, I feel like we get treated like objects way more. Because oh, I, I get you. approached as if I'm a hooker so fucking much. Like, guys this come at me, job. they offer me money, they... I have even dominant, like, <laughs> on Tumblr, some dominant <laughs> blogs, like, all the girls are thirsting over it, and I see it, and I'm like, you don't know who's in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Dom, yeah. Come totally. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Also, yeah. It, yeah. To me, it's like the manic pixie evil dream girl thing, <laughs> where yeah. they, they yeah. want to devote themselves as long as you're fun, 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 fun all the time. Yeah, uh, as long as it's, it's, serious, it's as like, long uh, as it's rewarding, they're there. But as yeah. soon as they have anything better to do, they're gone. Uh, yeah. I don't entertain men like that at all. No. Yeah, you don't want to be an like, and it's and it's also not that I I don't even give them the chance to like get there with me. Mm. Like I I don't give them the benefit of the doubt. They have to prove to me that they are not mm. that kind of guy before they get anything like that. Yeah, but it's that's also a very good policy. Yeah, it's also different. Like you get a feeling for a guy. Mm-hmm. I personally yeah. do. Like I totally yeah. have a vibe. Like it's, and I always know. Like sometimes you have like very sweet shy guys in front of you and you know if you say one or two harsh words to them it's going to break their heart and they're going to cry this, themselves to sleep and handle with care Sorry, you know Sorry. <laughs> handle with care like that's where i like i put out the velvet gloves and i touch them very carefully and i'm like super nice with them and but you also have guys with whom you immediately pick up that they're super sexually confident and they know what they want and they want pleasure from you but they're not really willing to give anything in return so yes yeah that's going to work also i get like a lot of requests from like dominant men like oh i've always wanted the dominant experience i would be down for a weekend blah 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 that no never goes well yeah never. it never goes well but i also it's like for me it's an immediate no high oh, boundary yeah. yes. because even the audacity to approach me about it like that like the like back door of it yeah that's like, like they're, in, they're gonna be yeah. too embarrassed to present themselves as submissive in the open not the, the big alpha yeah. but then they come you're you're gonna be their side dominant chick yeah in secret like absolutely (laughs) but also like they approach you with that like i'm totally dominant i can't even imagine but your bio made me swoon yeah come on just yeah like just go and work on your sexual awakening but (laughs) yeah like i'm not you're not gonna babysit no i'm not discovery yeah um but also it's like a lot of the time they don't even realize the rudeness that even just this request 
already Th- that's contains. What I really hate like, the fact that like, like look at the fucking message. You just approached yeah. me to get a test drive. Yeah, I'm exactly. a person. Yeah. I am a person. I'm not a test drive. You can't rent me like a race car for the weekend and have fun with it and then exactly. pass it to the side. I'm not a fucking lab rat for you to exper- experiment on. And yeah. And, yeah. And when they're dominant themselves, it angers me even more because I'm like, yeah. you should know better than this. Yeah, I'm but like, there are so many toxic doms out there. Oh, yeah. No, there are. That's a whole, whole podcast right there. I totally. <laughs> That, I'm so thankful. That, I'm not a that is I'm a whole podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's quite scary. Sorry to say. I'm, I'm sure they do exist. I've met a couple that were f- totally fine, but like, the, oh God. Like, that must be terrifying to be yeah. a submissive woman, honestly. Yeah. Like, mm. it's even as a dominant woman, you sometimes make experiences like that. Like, if you meet someone and you, like, go near that intimate area for the first times, I've had a sub, like, turning it around on me, like, being, oh, look, I can totally overpower you physically. Yes, duh, you can. This is, that's not about this. And needless to say, I never saw him again, but yeah, I, I was like, that was an instant. Yeah. But body. I, but yeah. I carried the bruises from that. Jeez. Like it, like it wasn't hard or anything. Like it wasn't him intentionally hurting me, but he was hurting me because he was trying to prove a point to me. Like, Oh look, I'm way stronger than you. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I am a and woman. I'm always <laughs> aware when I am alone with a man that he could easily overpower me. And you just totally misuse the trust I put in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the the several levels yeah. of disrespect. There are so many levels of it. Like, yeah, you're done for. You're not only done as a sub. You're you're done as a guy who should. Oh yeah, I never talked to him again here. ever. It's like go back yeah. to school. Yeah, instantly <laughs> disqualified. Total red flag. Also, yeah, yeah. For me, for any like if I was submissive and I would have to deal with dominant men i think i would always like drop two questions like first when have you cried the last time because that mm. it, that identifies toxic masculinity so fast if they say like huh, when i was like seven yeah <laughs> no okay. immediately oh, no i love that so much um as a switch because i do switch occasionally yeah. but um the dominant the energy has to be just right otherwise um forget it yeah like yeah i totally get that toxic toxic bit there um so when you find and i find that um i guess it would be kind of gentle dominance from a male perspective um Mm. really works uh again has to be that magic sweet spot and it happens so rarely yeah um yeah uh i much prefer being in a dominant uh, position yeah. and and submission like it's not about the physical strength mm-hmm. absolutely it's not about especially not no. fandom i i'm five six and i usually like i ha- i usually date tall guys not because i pick them but it just happens right like i have like a girlfriend of mine is always like leave some of the tall ones for the rest of us <laughs> And I'm always like, yeah, but he's a bottom. You don't want him. 
<laughs> okay, that's awesome. I'm like, going to adopt him? Because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, well, as, as 411, like, I've, I've dated guys who were like 6'5. Six, no. six, wow, yeah. Like, I, I've been in a, like over a year relationship with a guy who was 6'5. He was like so much stronger than me. Like, he yeah. could swat at me with his arm, like, What's a little bit. And, like, yeah. What are you supposed to do when you got, like, 50 pounds over me no matter what? Right? Exactly. Like, like yeah. I may be, I don't know, 123 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, wind has blown me over. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know. So, yeah. I, I'm also, like, it's so rude when guys, like, like they don't even realize how aware you are of that as a woman. Yeah, like, like you don't I'm know. always aware how much stronger men are than I am. Like even totally. even that you think that I'm not shows me how little you actually thought about women and their struggles in society in your whole life, mm-hmm. which is yeah. also a total turn on, a uh, turn off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such yeah. It's a red flag, like one hundred percent. So well, it, it demonstrates just again that lack of leaning into yeah. someone, being interested. Like I've, I'm sure you're the same too. Just hearing you, you constantly go to research your partners and your your the people you want. You go do entire homework on them. Yeah. You don't just sit going like I'm not going to learn a single damn thing about your your life. You know, we're just going to do this yeah. thing. I like receiving that energy back is important. Like someone yeah. who says, I will, I want to find out about your life, you, your mind. Yeah. And that's important work. Like it's, it's absolutely. Yeah. To me, that's like a basic dating rule. Like don't invest mm-hmm. in someone as much as you like them, as much as you like them, invest mm-hmm. in them as much as they invest in you. Yeah. We, we need a t-shirt. Wise with that. words. Wise words. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Yeah, that, is, that needs to be like quoted. Like, yeah, totally. it's like world. it's like so tempting. Like, if you like someone really much and you want to invest and invest and invest, but if they don't yeah. reciprocate, it's useless. Like, you have to base your actions off of their actions, not off of your feelings for them. And ultimately, painful so painful if you go that route yeah and terrible. depleting like you're exhausted yeah. after that you're like okay i got nothing it's yeah. like spending all your money on a horse and they yeah. lose the race you know <laughs> yes yeah especially um, with the caring aspect i've had that struggle a lot in past relationships like i'm very mm-hmm. giving as a partner like i give a lot i take care mm-hmm. i i cook like if you are sleeping over at my place and i know you have to drive to work tomorrow i will get up with you and make you breakfast and all of that you know like it's totally my thing and it's not i i do it happily and it's Mm -hmm. not that i expect like compensation for it because i like doing it but Mm -hmm. if generally that energy is not reciprocated it drains you dry yeah totally it takes so (laughs) much energy yeah to to be honest that's that's a big thing again around dominance because as you say these qualities of yours what i see is a powerful person it's someone who cares genuinely has a lot of power and it's not weak and it's not not domly but that is one thing i find with the the popularity of 
very mean, cold mm. dominance, you know, yeah. who don't care. I don't care. And the subs yeah. say, I don't want you to care. I think very often that's a lie. the way that the sub excuses themselves from caring too. Yeah. Because as long as the dominant doesn't care, I can just play like a toy and not care either. It's like an absolution of yeah. actually being present and being yeah. intimate. Also, if it's cold, it yeah. never gets on an emotional level. So they don't have to deal with their insecurities or their shame. About exactly. It. Yeah. Yeah, like but it's al that's also one of the reasons I have my blog. Like, mm. originally it started out that's like... That's why I follow you. <laughs> <laughs> originally, it's like one of the reasons I started is was I was getting so tired of answering the question of what do you like? Mm, mm. I was getting so tired of it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna make a website and just give people the link. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And hopefully they read it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, yeah, usually that's no issue. Like, if a sub, like, starts reading my blog, they usually get sucked into it pretty much. But I feel like that's with most Dom blogs. Like, if you get into it, then you're, like, diving into yeah. it completely. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that's one of the reasons I started it. So I could, like, give it out to people and be like, hey, I even have, like, a friend of mine who is like, oh, yeah, I he's a sub but we are not a thing. But he's like, he's always like, oh yeah, I've converted multiple women with your blog. <laughs> like, what do you it's like? And he's like, look at this. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. To me, it's very important that my blog feels like nice and personal in a way and not like these trashy sites with like sex me if you want to be my sissy slut blah 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're not a yeah. bot for one yeah like, and and yeah. like these trashy meme pictures that mm -hmm. many people also reblog which i totally do not get um yeah there's there's a lot yeah yeah and i don't want this trashy feeling on my blog i don't want it to feel but you, cheap. you know what i don't like about those things they're not written by women yeah no, like, can not you a guys bit. chill on reblogging what other guys create and actually support the dominant women and what yeah. they write? Yeah, totally true. You're phenomenal. Yeah, you know? so that was like one part of it, but the other part of it, like as I got more into it and as I got like more personal messages, like what it comes down to now is that I have for many subs which i'm so happy and glad about that i could do that like i've created a safe space where they mm. where they feel like they can be themselves without being ashamed for their wants and needs i've got uh -huh. i get so many messages like from subs like i've always been taught that this is wrong and that i can't be like that and it's emasculating and i get ridiculed by girls i talk to this about mm. and yeah, all these bad and negative experiences they make. And I feel so bad about that. Like also, and then they go online and they're trying to find something they enjoy, like female domination. And then what do they find? They find porn with cold hearted yeah. women, which is not what mm. they're looking for. They're looking for care. They're looking for emotional security. They're looking for someone who will hold them and embrace them and give them a certain sense of stability because they crave this authority and yeah I, that I, that, in I think erotic experiences that are not necessarily the heteronorm 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it breaks yeah. all those norms. And I, yeah. I think, I guess that's what gentle femdom is. And yeah. I, I like, I realize, yeah, that that's what I should lean into more because with femdom just alone, it seems like that whole emotional component is really, really missing from it. And like that is yeah. a key difference between the two. I think it's so much more welcoming to to yeah, people who actually want their, their emotions taken care of too. They want yeah. to improve their lives. They don't just want to just get yeah. whipped with toys, you know? Yeah. That's also like the difference of it just being a pleasurable sex thing and it being an emotional and intimate relationship thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relationship element yeah. is it is also all- greatly depends on what kind of dynamic you have going with a sub. Like with some subs I've had like a lot of power over their lives and with some it's just the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It it different it's like a great difference because with some subs like look for someone who will like bring a certain authority to their life and like care for them and remind them to have lunch every day mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. you know like the, and also like no it's not the same as mothering and there's a big difference i'm not oh, God. my sub's mother at all and i i refuse to mother men i date at all mm-hmm. like generally <laughs> not the same thing Karen? no not you, the you same. have to you have to take care of yourself <laughs> like I will like I will happily help help you even with struggles in your life or when you feel like disoriented or unsure where to turn to or what to do next Mm -hmm. totally that's what a relationship is about too but Mm -hmm. yeah it's a big difference between like this caring aspect and the aspect of mothering someone because the second one I refuse to do and the first one I love to do because Mm -hmm. you like it's such a ge- I get so much genuine enjoyment out of seeing myself thrive. Mm. I agree. Like yeah. feeling cared for, getting his emotional needs fulfilled, like being taken care of, being cuddled to sleep when he needs it, like mm. getting that lunch text every day and knowing that someone thinks about him and like generally being happier, being more outgoing and maybe motivating themselves to do things they like to do once and stopped or something like that you know like just seeing them receive that care they were looking for and just thriving on it and finding so much joy again in many Mm -hmm. areas i mean for me i frankly find that aspect often more exciting and enriching and pleasurable than just this because and, and it gives you a lot of power too. It's emo- yeah. It's, and, it, and you get trust. so much trust from them. You get emotional power over them. You get like mm-hmm. you get to know them so deeply, and also like power is also about being relied on. Yes, you know. I mean, the, the amount of trust that someone gives you when they say, "I respect your judgment and yeah. your you as a person so much that I trust that." that what you will tell me will help my life. Yeah. Like that's priceless. It is. Yeah. When do you receive something like this? Like it's very precious. Yeah. Really. So Mm -hmm. it's also hard to find because it's also all about the connection. 
you know mm-hmm. i i couldn't successfully do this kind of intimate thing with just any man i need to mm-hmm. have a connection with them there needs to be a certain chemistry like the personalities have to fit together so mm-hmm. that it all can come together like that also mm-hmm. it personal experience it totally doesn't work out when someone is emotionally closed off and like not mm-hmm. in connection that with agrees. their emotions and yep. who struggles a lot with it like they mm-hmm. they will still enjoy it and take a lot out of it but they will not give you what you are looking for from it like for me no, like they don't. Oh, yeah well that that's that's another little problem i find within like i say the femdom space because that's the space i know intimately i'm sure it happens with all kinds of spaces yeah um there's the people who want more intimacy and they enter the space because they want more intense dynamics yeah. but then you have people who enter it as an avoidance of intimacy yeah. and then that's where they want just the porn and the harsh stuff and yeah. the fantasy and they they actively don't want the intimacy that that yeah. their yum you know yeah. mm-hmm. or like, they want to be forced into it in a way but also i've also yeah. had the experience when i was like tr- talking to subs before that they were trying to use me to abuse themselves Oof. oh yeah, you, yeah I, i'm sure by yeah that's self-harm by proxy and i refuse to participate in it like when you have like i don't need this like i don't need a safe word red flag and uh, yeah. i don't want any aftercare red flag like and then yeah, they want and then they want like harsh treatment and degradation and like humiliation and all of that and i'm like no I will not yeah. help you to treat yourself horribly by mm-hmm. proxy through me. Like that's mm-hmm. yeah. like apart from uh, yeah, apart apart from me not wanting to do that to someone and me them not wanting to hurt themselves, it's also traumatizing for me because in the end yeah. I did it. I agree. And I yeah. like nothing is further from my personality or what i want then like i don't want to hurt them at all Mm -hmm. like i avoid hurting people deeply as much as i can yeah you don't want to cause harm yeah exactly like or trauma or whatever and you Mm -hmm. like i actively try to avoid it and like even if i have to let someone down i usually do it very gently and like very in a very personal way and I talk to them about it and I'm like hey you can still always talk to me I just don't feel like our dynamic is working out anymore and all of that mm-hmm. like I'm I'm never harsh about these things and it's like so ah, it feels so bad if someone tries to use me for that like mm-hmm. I, well, I know for me questions that when talking to subs initially you know like what are they looking for and those kind of degradation things, I'm just like, I am not your, like a dominant person for you. Yeah. Like that's just, yeah. yeah. That's for me, it's also like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't um, refuse humiliation or degradation outright. Like if a sub is into it, like you can have fun with it if you do it like a little I bit. And if you do aftercare after it, yeah. like, you know, 
also like a classic is the, a little bit of the combination between praise and degradation kink you know you have like a little mm-hmm. mix in there but also like even if someone is very into that and you do a heavy degradation session with a lot of humiliation um to which i have very strict rules too like for example i don't do sissification at all because i feel like it's heavily sexist and stupid mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, I i have a it's, it's yeah. that line where it's like I, I don't go out and shame people you know i, 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 I don't do a, i don't shame I don't people like either myself. but sissification you know, is just sexism to me like yeah, if a, if a cute like, guy wants me to fuck him in the skirt because he thinks the skirt looks pretty and because mm-hmm. I have easy access, hell yeah. yeah, I will totally go for that. Yeah. If you want to cross, yeah. if you want to cross dress, if you want me to paint your nails, do your skincare, yeah. do your makeup, all completely fine. Embrace it. Yeah. I even advocate yeah. for it because I feel like mm-hmm. like a certain fluid fluidity to like gender is totally something great and worth to explore if you feel like that's mm-hmm. your thing, but. As soon as it comes down to, I'm going to wear a skirt while you fuck me because it's shameful, Mm -hmm. then then I'm out. Because wearing a dress or wearing a skirt or wearing nail polish is not shameful because being feminine isn't shameful. Awesome. Yeah, (laughs) and if it is, and even if it gets, uh, it's part of the key, it's like, yeah, it's still not a good message. No. Because we live in the real world where that message is true yeah like humiliate him about being a needy mess and a dirty boy or whatever like there's so much else you can do but don't go for like oh you're wearing a dress that makes you so unmanly and weak and you should be ashamed of yourself that's gonna make me feel real good you know like that's gonna make me feel real respected yeah but um yeah like be personal own what you like if someone says i personally hate dresses and i feel embarrassed in them well that's fine that's you but don't grab an entire gender and then make it your kink and your problem you know it's like no 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 no. like we're not going into the whole being feminine is makes you weak and a loser because it does trying to get out of this nope yeah it doesn't make you weak it's also no. not emasculating at all. Like as no. it's actually quite the opposite to me. Like if a guy can like embrace something feminine or There's something like-, like I don't know, if I like paint my boyfriend's nails just for fun and he's like, Look how pretty I am like with full <laughs> like with full like, with full energy. confidence or with like a huge grin on his face, like that's even yeah, sexier. And, and, That's so much manlier than being ashamed I of it know. and hiding it away. Oh. Like just like you are when they are clear on that one, yeah. happy to be cute. You know, uh, like yeah. when when you'll do something or they do something and they they actually feel like, oh my god, I'm pretty. You know, yeah. you're, it's like okay. Generally, like yeah. Generally, stop calling men handsome all the time or distinguished. Like, oh, call no, them pretty. Call them cute. I'm pretty. Oh, yeah. That um, uh, while we were off air, I was telling Luna and Selena about my night last night, which was amazing. And the little cute guy, and I was like, "You're so pretty." And to see him like get all blushy, I oh, was yeah. like. Oh. Um, here. <laughs> yeah. When they so blush and they turn like into a puddle of goo beneath your hands. Oh, that's the best. The best ever. Yeah. And my partner, um, he's 
she like all the time. So yeah. he flows in and out of that and dressing up with him is so much fun. We have such an incredible time. So anyway, I'm so pro embracing femininity as a, such a glowing, amazing thing to humiliate somebody over it is gross. Yeah, we want to uphold femininity, not yeah. say it's a tool to make you feel humiliated. Like, because that's an outfit we're forced to wear every day of yeah. our lives. Also, I and get I get fun, told so. that a lot. Like, yeah, you are dominant, but you are so feminine while you do it. Like, yeah, because yeah, like, I am I... feminine. Obviously, I am a woman, and I feel. Bro. Like I feel feminine most of the time, and I am also pretty feminine looking. I have like very long hair, usually have as if it's long a nails too. It's not a contradiction yeah, at all. Totally. I can be super feminine yeah. and still super dominant, but people treat it like it's exclusive from each mm -hmm. other. But it's not. But it's already like oh. you have such a feminine energy. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah, you're like that's because you. You have an idea of what a feminine energy is, and it's wrong. Yeah, hate to <laughs> break know, it to you, cool. buddy. You've been lied to. Yeah, hate to break it to you, buddy, but I am, in fact, a woman. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, newsflash. Yeah. Like what I usually say to to yeah. illustrate, I say, if you're in a jungle, and then you encounter a tiger, it's right there. It's two thousand pounds. You don't care if it's a girl, right? Yeah. And it could be. <laughs> It's a female tiger. It looks, it's a tiger. It's going to pounce on you and you're dead, right? That's the same thing. Yeah. Like, why are we not allowed to be, to just have the freedom of that? You know, the fact that we're, yeah. we're us. We're not like in female yeah. box and male boxes. That I am like. very feminine. Doesn't mean I can't be scary. That's yeah, right. exactly. Yes. It's like I, completely beside the point. Yeah, <laughs> I can be very scary. I can, re I remember when I was like I think 20 there was this guy who broke the heart of one of my best girlfriends oh and, boy um he dared to approach me about it in front of a nightclub like we met accidentally and then he brought it up to me and I I annihilated him <laughs> I I made that man cry and he was like a few years older than us at that point. Like he was standing in front of me and like, like, yeah, but you have to see this from my point of view. And like, no, I don't. And then I explained to him like in a 45 minute presentation, basically what a major dick he, he was. <laughs> um, yeah. Even like a group of guys walk by and like, Ooh, oh God, someone I is being broken up with. And I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> as if I would ever date a douchebag like this. Never. <laughs> He literally <laughs> cried. He cried. And it's also, it went like through the whole social group. And mm -hmm. it was, it was so funny because the next time I accidentally met him was with her. And he saw us, he turned and he ran. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he literally, <laughs> he, he tucked tail and ran away. And she just turned to me and was like, what? the hell did you say to him that's the desired effect yeah and i was like nothing but the truth yeah. Yeah. So, dominant and torture. that's what's happening here. i just had a nice little chat with him and told him that he should treat you better yeah nice yeah 
So I mean, well, the truth is the best weapon. Yeah, absolutely. Because the amount of times people are not ready to hear the truth about themselves, and yeah. when you decide that you stop protecting them from it, oof. Yeah, yeah. there. There, I can actually loop back to the beginning where we talked about always being told that. I'm intimidating or bossy or bitchy or arrogant. That's where the, the circle closes, actually, because with that, that's exactly the thing. Like people get so intimidated by it. Like when you just straight up tell them to their face. And also, like there was talk about me, but people were never brave enough to do it to my face because they were fucking scared of what they would get to hear in return mm. yeah it's a it's a very effective way to yeah. like people don't dare fuck with you yeah when they know you've got that energy yeah when you move through the world with that dominant confident i'm going to tell you how it is energy mm. yeah yeah they, they, yeah that's awesome yeah like i'm not scared of like you can talk about me whatever you want i know who i am and i know what mm -hmm. i do and what i did and i know what i did say and i don't say shit that i wouldn't say straight to a person's face too mm. you know that's like and if people are standing around in a circle talking about me i'm the first person who just sneaks into the circle and says oh about me again damn my life must be interesting <laughs> you know it's just there were rumors <laughs> about me being a slut when I was still a virgin. Oh. You know? Yeah. So it's it's that well, ridiculous. Confident women, confident women who um, are assertive will always get that those labels. Yeah. I think until, I don't know, magic happens and the world changes. But um, yeah, because certainly, you know, we've been labeled bitches. We've been labeled, yeah. you know, all kinds of lovely things. But yeah. We're going to continue on, continuing on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> for me, that's just, for me personally, it's, I, I found a way to embrace it because whenever I have like a man saying something like that about me, for me, it's like, thank you for attesting me that I surpassed you. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So do you have, I'm going to do a final question here. Do you have any advice you would give young women who are feeling different feeling mm. like how to yeah maybe express and explore themselves in the dominant yeah uh, light i would say be confident about it embrace it educate yourself like read about it because it's irresponsible not to especially if you try something you've never done before and just go out there and also talk openly to people about it. I also get always get the question like, where do I meet dominant women or where do I find submissive partners and stuff like that? Like, you can, obviously, you can go to BDSM dating sites and you can do the whole online thing, but also just talk to people. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are at, if you are at a party or wherever and a certain like if you talk to someone you like just just dizzle it in there you know mm -hmm. and like put your authority out there or be a little more assertive than you maybe would be and just see what happens like mm -hmm. usually you are so successful like especially 
number one advice to dominant girls who want to go out and try out themselves and be like assertive with men approach men mm-hmm. they're usually so <laughs> baffled by it that you already won yeah it's so true it's yeah. really important to do the hunting yeah that's totally the thing I've do the hunting the also difference. the hunting even if you didn't work out the hunting hunts them it haunts them like a ghost a house like <laughs> you're right i i've had yeah I can remember a few years back, there was like a very attractive bartender and I approached him and I like gave him my number and told him to text me. And after uh, he was done with his shift, he did. And to this day, like, I think it was like four years ago and three months ago, he was like, hey, maybe we can meet up again sometime because he remembers me. Because all the other girls at the bar are there making pretty eyes at him and waiting for him to ask for their number. Just approach him, give him your number. You will Mm -hmm. just stand out of any crowd with that. Just go for it. Also, okay, here's one of my best lines for finding out if a guy has sub-potential. It works pretty much everywhere, but it works best at parties, bars, clubs, whatever. If you see a guy you think is pretty and you've had eye contact maybe once, twice through the evening, just look him in the eyes until he looks back and smile at him and then wave him over. And then, mm-hmm. when, he, and then when he comes over and asks, what? Just say, nothing. I just wanted to see if you'd obey me. Oh. I remember. Oh. <laughs> You posted that on yeah. Tumblr and it makes the rounds. And I was like, oh, I know that one. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I, I posted that. that and it's because it's such a good line. Because mm. as soon as you deliver it, you can see on his face what if it does something to him or not. Yeah. yeah. You're going to see the reaction and you can instantly tell, oh, yeah, or ah, maybe not. It works so well. Yeah. It works. It works so well. I love using that line because usually if a guy has sub-potential or is more submissive, it, they usually blush so fucking hard. They look hard. like they yeah. have a seizure. Yeah, also, like, it's it's so great because you already made them do something and subs mm. then realize, like, oh, shit, I already obeyed her like a little puppy. The, yes! You know? <laughs> and you, you already have them. Because they already obeyed you by coming over. And oh, then you deliver that. that line and they are already in the net by that point. Now the answer is, are they at peace with that or are they need to work on yeah. it? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, Celeste, it was so good yeah. to see you on this show. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank that you guys. Nice. I had a lot of fun with you. This was great. This was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was so this- nice to just get to spend time with you properly. Oh yeah, totally. I was absolutely looking forward to this. This has been a very great talk. And it's awesome. like you don't as often get to like exchange with other dominant women because they're mm-hmm. pretty rare. Yeah. It's very hard to find. Yeah. I'm only just in the past year actually finding yeah. like genuine friends, like people I can really yeah. engage with that are female dominance like for years it's like i couldn't find them yeah because they're hard to find like especially in my age group 
I always experience mm-hmm. that. Like, I, f- I always yeah. feel like women in their 20s, they haven't gotten the memo that being dominant is even an option for them mm-hmm. because they yeah. don't get taught that it's an option for them. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, I also often have it like in my in my inbox when I get like a woman, for example, in like these BDSM dating sites, I'm always like, oh, yay, maybe a dominant woman wants to be friends. And then I go there and then <laughs> it's usually like, hey, um, my boyfriend is missing something in our relationship. Would you oh, mind? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I get approached about threesomes so much. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Three. Yeah. That's, yeah. uh, you get to be the uh, unicorn. Yeah, right. It's, it's the same thing with the one weekend dominant experience. Like, I want to give my boyfriend for his birthday. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna put a bow on my head. Wrong address. Sorry, girly. <laughs> yeah, no, you ain't getting Santa. You're gonna get Krampus. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well. Thank you so much again for being here. It's just been amazing. And maybe we'll get you on the show another time. We'll talk about something else because you were so much fun. <laughs> and uh... I, I'm up for it. I appreciate okay, cool. the invite and I really enjoyed this talk with you guys. It was it pretty was cool. Awesome. Yay! <laughs> so this is going to be episode 16. Yeah. Uh, so look for this in a couple of episodes. And we will see everybody next time on Kinky in the Real World. Bye! Bye! Bye. Thank you for getting kinky with us. You're amazing and we love that you stayed. We hope that you join us again next episode with Kinky in the Real World.